One person who I think understands what's really happening here is the great Pastor Pat Rankin with Have Bible, Will Travel. Buddy, welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm doing great, Jamie. Good morning to you. You guys got a lot <laughs> of uh, great guests on your show up there. Yeah, we do, and it's a wonderful place, and I'm going to dare call it godly since I'm talking to you, and I think you'd understand. So, you know, what's interesting about all this is, uh, and you've known people in your lifetime, we all have, and sometimes it's even us, we, 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 we tend to deny God. We try to avoid God. We try to avoid connecting to him either because we don't feel worthy or because we might have this going on or that going on or just don't have the time or whatever. And if you allow me to make an analogy uh, about the way mainstream media and others, and I'm not calling us God, I'm just saying the way mainstream media and even Fox <laughs> News is ignoring, ignoring what's happening here you ignore it to your peril because eventually what happens, just like God, God appears. God uh, shows up in your life whether you deny it or not. And and so will we in the grassroots movement. I got news for you, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, He. we know that God has a sense of humor because he uses guys like me and you, right? <laughs> uh, right. Try to explain things. Yeah. Well, you're the best yeah. at it, though. Not me. You know. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I, I've, I just loved listening to some of your guests this morning, and that that one gentleman before, uh, uh, oh, I can't remember was it, but last name was Chang, Gordon Chang. Was. Yo, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. that was great. What a what a what a what a what a wise guy that was. Amazing, just great wisdom. Well, yeah, I know. And to tell you the truth, I had to confess to Jim Talon. It's like. Oh, you know, sometimes I'm not, I, I get they didn't take China necessarily seriously, and I, I get it. We got to do this. We got to do that. I understand that. But to hear Gordon Chang put it, I'm like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to suit up, man. Where, where do I need to be? You know, what, yeah. what training yeah, camp we, do I need to be in to take care of this? Right. We all could pray more and, 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 and be ready for, uh, obviously, I, I've kind of told my church this here. I think the, the honeymoon phase of, uh, us being married to the Lord is over and we're kind of, we're kind of in the, uh, right in the middle of the, the marriage and, uh, yeah, you know, things are getting pretty serious here in America. Oh, I would, I would agree. And, uh, and, uh, so, uh, taking the marriage analogy further, I guess mm -hmm. you would have to say at that point, it's, it, I, I, I don't want to use the word maintenance, but, uh, but mm -hmm. you still have to communicate, you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You know, the, the, the Bible depicts us as, is Christ's bride. And, uh, you know, this week I'm going to be, uh, preaching in Deuteronomy. It talks about, you know, keeping the commandments of the Bible and teaching them to your kids. And, uh, we haven't, as Americans, we haven't done a great job at that. So we need to get back on our knees and keep our nose in the book and our eyes on the cross and, and get back to, uh, teaching our young people more about the word of God and, and about his promises and then uh, I think we'll be on our way to having a, a better country. Well, you know, speaking of China, there's no better example of what true God godlessness looks like uh, as they imprison people who uh, worship Christ and who are religious. And they are there. They are gods themselves in their minds. And that's a great example. If you want to see what happens when God totally leaves a society 
and a government. That definitely is what happens. Yeah, yeah, I believe that uh, that is true, Jamie. And then America has still been blessed because there's some remnant people uh, in some local churches around that, that keep this whole whole thing from sliding into the abyss, really. Um, so we, we need to band together as brothers and sisters in Christ and, uh, and, and pray for this nation and pray for our elected leaders that their, their hearts would be uh, turned and uh, they'd turn, repent and turn back to the Lord because uh, it's hard to tell who's who anymore, to be real honest with you. Boy, isn't that true? All right, so it's interesting. I knew that once I heard your voice, because earlier today, I was trying to remember what I wanted to talk to you about regarding some scripture from last Sunday, and okay. I totally forgot it. I totally forgot about it, and then I thought, well, you know, I, I guarantee you once I start hearing his voice, um, I think it will come to me, and that's exactly okay. what just happened, Pastor Pat. So okay. the uh, gospel reading about Jesus being driven out into the desert by the Holy Spirit. Okay. Right? That, okay. that part yeah. of it, um, and, right. and for the 40 days and 40 nights. So, mm -hmm. I, and I know this seems like a dumb question, and, and I'm not trying mm -hmm. to be uh, chippy about it, but I was mm -hmm. interested that uh, you would assume that Jesus wouldn't have to be driven out into the desert, that actually he would go anyway because he was Jesus. And there's something right. to that, that, that word driven, which surprised me mm -hmm. a little bit, and all mm -hmm. also makes Jesus a little more human to a certain degree. Can you explain the choice of that word? Well, you're 100% on. It don't need a whole lot of explanation because uh, Jesus came to live on earth uh, so he could exemplify uh, godly behavior uh, and, 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 and have something for his followers to follow. So he was driven out into the desert uh, by the Holy Spirit, the same way Christians are driven to pray for people they may not love or they may rather, I mean, they may not like, but we're driven to our knees by the power of the Holy Spirit, the third person, the Trinity. Um, God gets us to do like, like right now we're talking on the air we're we've been driven by the power of the Holy Spirit and that people are attracted um, not just to, uh, to Pastor Pat or Jamie Alma, but they're they're attracted to the that the Holy Spirit is there, and it's um, it's making it very intriguing. So Jesus led that model all through his public ministry, and this is this is uh, this is what he did right before he started his public ministry, is went out into the desert and fasted for 40, uh, 40 days, and and that was the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Well, that's interesting because it reminds you, too, uh, that Jesus was indeed presented as a servant and thought of himself as a servant. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. That, again, again, that's the example, chief servant. And if you want to be the first in the kingdom of God, you have to be the biggest servant in your household. So that's where it starts, Jamie. It starts in your, your household and then your churches and then your communities. And it's not, you know, you talked about sitting on a glass tower and an, in an ivory or in an ivory tower on a, on, on a glass stool. Uh, that's not, that's not the kind of God that we serve. We serve a God who came here. Uh, he was born of a man, completely God, and he came to serve people, to set people free. And that's what he has challenged all the leaders here in America to do is take his example 
and uh, and be a servant. Be a servant in your household. Be a servant in your churches and in your communities. And and uh, and he wants and he wants Christians to serve in politics so we can get it back to the way he deemed America. Um, so we can keep that momentum to change a, a dark and uh, dying world. Yes, and one of the truths, I guess, of all that, too, is that in order to be driven, you have to allow yourself to be driven, and Jesus allowed himself to be driven, and I guess the question is, how much are we going to allow ourselves to be driven in directions, not only of faith, uh, but in supporting strength of country, uh, strength of family, um, strength of community, and so I guess there's a lesson there too. Is it is that uh, being because I think that that taught that teaches us that that we too can be driven as servants as well. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. And I'm glad you said that because a lot of people think that God just uh, put you here for no reason and that you don't have a purpose and everything. But you know, the Great Commission is is made up of of people who have obeyed the gospel. You know, he tells us to go out therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And he said, I will be with you always uh, to the very end of the age. So you have to allow God to work in your life. God will never impose his uh, will upon you because that's not true love. So uh, we need to understand this started back in the garden, you know, the garden of Eden, you know, they, uh, Adam and Eve had a decision to make and obviously they chose the wrong one, but He's given us free will. So you can choose, you can choose good or you can choose evil. And that's exactly what um, God had deemed for us as, as Christians was to choose him, allow him to work in your life, allow the power of the Holy Spirit to overwhelm you and, and take that message of love out and let him change the hearts. Again, he's, he's the only one who can change a heart in his institution uh, is the New Testament church. And it's the only institution in the world that can change your heart as well. So when the heart is yeah. changed, the mind changes. Right. And to your original point, going back before we take off here, you know, uh, the, the first reading, and I can't remember, I was from the Old Testament, and that was the reading where God said, all right, no more floods for you. But you gotta kind of get on board here. So, you know, I won't put I won't put any more floods around. Do anything else like that. But now we gotta start moving on here to uh, growing up. Okay. Thank you very much. That's that's right. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, you know, that was the the rainbow in the sky. He promised he'd never yes. uh, flood the whole earth again uh, with water. Uh, but we know in the end, if we read the book of Revelations, he's going to come back since the, the earth is sin riddled. He'll have to baptize it with fire and all those who are believers uh, will reside in what we call the New Jerusalem will be set down here uh, where we know it is earth. And uh, those who are believers yeah. will reside in there. And it's an actual place, uh, Jamie. So, you know, it's 1500 miles high, 1500 miles wide, 1500 miles deep, just enough for all the believers to have their own mansion. Yeah, and you know it's funny uh, that in that testament reading, I love the fact that they didn't call it a rainbow; they called it a bow, which is really mm -hmm. interesting because yeah. because that must mm -hmm. have been like what they, the, you know, obviously they existed. They was what they saw it as a bow, mm -hmm. and didn't mm -hmm. come up with the word rainbow yet. So <laughs> that's interesting. Mm -hmm. All right, my right. friend. So Absolutely. what's going on at at Have Bible Will Travel these days, my friend? Oh, all kinds of stuff. Like you said before, Jamie, I think, you know, uh, 
our travelers motorcycle group is getting ready to do a bunch of rides and do some charity work out there. We've got a lot of new Bible studies popping for the spring. And obviously we know we're headed towards resurrection Sunday here and just, Oh, I don't know what it is. Is it four weeks now, four or five weeks? And, uh, so, uh, God's alive and well, and, uh, we just appreciate our partnership here with Jamie Allman and all his wonderful uh, audience there. Just fabulous people here at yeah, Bible Travel. We thank you so much. Yeah, well, it's been a privilege, and I just love talking to you on Fridays. It just kind of settles the week and uh, and makes the weekend just uh, that more beautiful, and the next week more beautiful, too, until we talk again. So, Pastor Pat Rankin, thank you so much, and we'll see you at Have Bible, We'll Travel, buddy. All right. Thank you, Jamie. And God bless you and God bless your audience. Have a great day in the Lord. Thank you so much, my friend. That is uh, Pastor Pat Rankin, the official chaplain of the Albany Morning Show, hbwt.org.